Welcome to AM Now, where we bring you the trending accounting matters we're following. I'm your host, Adam Olson, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nicole Harger and Matt Fisser. Each bite-sized episode keeps you and your finance and accounting teams in the know. Join us each week as we unpack these issues, topics, and accounting matters now. You're listening to AM Now, an accounting matters podcast. I'm your host, Adam Olson. And I'm Nicole Harger. We're kicking things off on today's episode with some tentative board decisions made by the FASB as it relates to their proposed accounting standard update for disclosure improvements before pivoting to the international front to discuss the ISSB's consultation on agenda priorities and the International Auditing and Assurance Standards Board, the IAASB's proposed revisions around their audit standard ongoing concern. We will close out today with a follow-up from our previous story about ChatGPT failing the CPA exam. It seems the AI tool was given a few more attempts at the exam. Adam, I gotta ask, what are your thoughts? Do you think it passed? Well, they haven't gotten rid of you and I yet, so I don't know. Do you think yes? Okay. All right. We'll see. In the meantime, why don't you jump right in and tell our followers what tentative decisions were made last week by the FASB? Sure. So last week, the board re-deliberated on the proposed ASU for disclosure improvements. This project was initially added to the board's agenda in response to the recent changes made by the SEC around their disclosure updates and simplification initiatives. Specifically, the SEC referred certain disclosure requirements to the FASB to consider adding to the codification. As part of that meeting, the board affirmed the decision to incorporate a majority of the referred disclosures with only some minor clarifying edits. Specifically, as part of this update, companies would be required to disclose any material retroactive prior period adjustment and the effect of the adjustment on net income and retained earnings and interim financial statements. They would also be required to disclose the basis of the EPS computation together with the number of shares used in that calculation, as well as assets mortgaged, pledged, or otherwise subject to lien and the obligations collateralized. Some other updates included items related to preferred shares where companies would be required to present preferences on involuntary liquidation, if other than part or stated value, parenthetically in the equity section of the balance sheet. Also for repurchase agreements, companies would be required to include amounts for accrued interest payable and the disclosure of the repurchase liability and amounts at risk with an individual counterparty if that amount exceeds more than 10% of stockholders' equity. Public companies would be required to disclose interest rates associated with the repurchase liabilities. And switching over to reverse repurchase agreements, companies would be required to present these agreements on the face of the balance sheet if the carrying amount exceeds 10% of total assets. They would also be required to disclose whether there are any provisions in the agreement to ensure that the market value of the underlying assets remains sufficient to protect against counterparty default. As part of the standard, the board would also specify that oil and gas companies reporting in accordance with ASC 932 would need to meet all of the disclosure requirements included in ASC 932-235 for each annual period presented in their financial statements. And lastly, the proposed standard would also made some technical corrections related to investment companies and added some additional disclosures for real estate investments trusts around their tax status and distributions. Moving right along to our next story this week, the ISSB wants to hear from you. That's right, they have requested an agenda consultation 
from stakeholders. Specifically, they are working on their next two-year work plan and are asking all of those who are interested in sustainability-related financial reporting for their opinion on the strategic direction and balance of their activities, the suitability of criteria for assessing which sustainability-related matters to prioritize and add to their work plan, and then also the proposed list of new research and standard-setting projects that could be added to the ISSB's work plan. Comments and responses are due by September 1st. Yeah, and sticking with the international side of things, the IAASB has proposed revisions to its auditing standard ongoing concern. The proposed changes here aim to promote consistent practice and behavior and facilitate effective responses for auditors to identify risks of material misstatement related to going concern, to also strengthen the auditor's evaluation of management's assessment of going concern, including reinforcing the importance throughout the audit of the appropriate exercise of professional skepticism, and enhance transparency with respect to the auditor's responsibilities and work related to going concern where appropriate. While this may sound like something that impacts auditors only, there could be implications as well in the proposed revisions for finance and accounting teams that report under IFRS and are audited under international auditing standards. The proposal would create a more structured evaluation process for going concern, including changing the assessment timeline from 12 months or more from the date of the financial statement to align with what many under U.S. GAAP are familiar with, which requires an assessment 12 months or more from the date the financial statements are approved for issuance or the date the auditor's report is signed. Indirectly, accounting and finance teams will be impacted as most of the revisions will require more detailed scrutiny from their auditors when they are reviewing those management assessments of going concern. Comments on the proposal here are due by August 24th. And lastly, the story everyone is staying tuned in to hear about, Adam, (laughs) this doesn't happen often, but you were wrong. Um, Chat GPT on its fourth attempt did pass the CPA exam. It's worth noting it took upgrading the software to version 4.0 and providing the AI with chain of thought prompting and 10 sample accounting questions. Uh Oh, so before (laughs) we know it, Chat GPT is going to replace us on this show. I don't know if that'd be the worst thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I joke. All all things aside, um, that I think rounds us out for this week. For a deeper dive into what's trending in accounting and finance, check out our other podcast on the Accounting Matters feed on your preferred listening platform. Again, I'm Adam Olson. And I'm Nicole Harger. Thanks for listening to AM Now. We'll see see you next next week. week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. Embark makes no representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in the podcast series, and it should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors. Information discussed in our podcast may also be superseded by new guidance or as new interpretations emerge. Listeners are cautioned to carefully evaluate any relevant subsequent authoritative guidance issued.